Hi, my name is Izzy Carpenter Zay, and this is the Filler Cast podcast where we talk about a few episodes of Naruto every week. With me today is my co host Tim Ralph, and I'll let him introduce himself. What's up? I'm Tim Ralph, and I'm currently tweeting that we're recording the first ever episode of Filler Cast, episode zero. Episode zero. So, I guess we could start off by talking about what our relationship is to Naruto and why we're why we're doing this. Sounds good. You can go first, or should, uh, or should I? You can go first. Sick. All right, so Naruto was the first bit of anime or manga or whatever that I ever found. I found the episode one book at a Barnes & Noble when I was, I think, in the fifth grade. It had... I wanted it because it had pictures of naked ladies in it <laughs> from when Naruto does the sexy jutsu. Sweet. <laughs> the reason I picked it up. I don't know if I told that story to you before. It's a great story. <laughs> the reason I started getting into anime and, you know, read Naruto and later watched it is because there was boobs in it. I mean, really, that's, isn't that like the, you know, the reason for society? That's so. the a lot of people do a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> there are boobs uh, in it. Uh, yeah, so, like, I didn't... I didn't watch... I never, never watched the anime until, I think, college. I didn't... I didn't have any reason to. In high school and in middle school, all I really read was manga, and I bought and, collect, and collected, I guess, all of the Naruto manga till I think, a little bit into Shippuden. Um, so I know Shippuden a little bit, but not that much. And then I have, I, I have another story, but I, I think I'll save that for later. It's really funny. So, Tim, you'll save that story for later. And I guess I could say how I got into Naruto is um, my friend in the seventh grade had a huge crush on Sasuke. Because, <laughs> I mean, all girls love Sasuke. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> um, and he's, uh, he's the perfect package. He, I mean, yeah. Have you seen that hair? It's everything. It's good. And his fashion, and his fashion's <laughs> impeccable. <laughs> he's just the perfect man. Uh, continue. Uh, uh, so my friend had a really big crush on Sasuke, and so she was really into Naruto, and I wanted to become friends with her, and I hadn't even heard of anime before I met her. And so she was like, oh, you should watch Naruto. And I was like, cool, I want to be your friend. I will. And I pursued it. it. One night, I started it on this, like, shady website. I don't know if anybody still remembers it or even if it's still around. Um, it was a website dedicated ent- entirely to, like, shady streams of Naruto. Typically shady. into got into that and so then one night I, I started watching it and I stayed up to like four in the morning just obsessively watching Naruto and I haven't looked back since and then it broke me and uh I've always had this sort of off and on relationship with Naruto like I was really into it in middle school and then after middle school I was like you know what I'm going into high school I'm a cool kid now you know can't be into Naruto and then I gotta, I gotta switch to Game of Thrones yeah and then, uh, sophomore year hit of high school, and I was like, you know what, fuck it, I love Naruto. Went back into it all of high school. I was into Naruto. And then I got into college, and I was introduced to Game of Thrones. I got really into that, and I went a couple years, and I was, you know, I was pretty, didn't need Naruto in my life. I still talked about it, but it wasn't as big. Until you. You, you were pure for a bit. I was you know, pure for a bit. The purification process was in the works. Exactly. But then you introduced me back into Naruto. Oh my god, yeah. And then... What happened exactly? I I think it was like, I was like, hey, we should watch Boruto. Yeah, that's what it was. You were like, hey, we should watch Boruto. And I was really skeptical because, you know, it's not Naruto. And then also I was like, I can't do this again, Tim. I don't know if you realize. I can't go back into this show. 
It's so much of my life. But then we watched Boruto, we watched three episodes, and I could feel it. I could feel it in my gut when we were watching it. I was like, oh no, here it comes. Here it comes. And I went... And then you heard in your mind the Naruto Shippuden rap. I heard, I heard in my mind the, oh, he, you know? But like... <laughs> Forget about that one. <laughs> Yeah, and then, and now here we are. Got back into Naruto. Um, I said, be, I told you because you got me back into Naruto. I'm gonna make you rewatch it all with me. And uh, we thought it would be fun to make a podcast of that. I don't. Did, did, did was it just that? It was like we should watch the whole thing, and then we were like, we should make a podcast. I. It was at the same time. It was around the same time. Was, I told you, I, 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 I've never watched the Naruto anime ever. Right. I only read the manga. Right, and so we we wanted to get that anime in because that anime is so good. Yeah, and I and I didn't finish Shippuden. I got up to the point where we do we we don't give a shit about spoilers, right? No, no, it's we a don't. Naruto podcast, you know, like this is after a... Naruto Shippuden's already over. Yeah, this is a it's, it's fine. It's a spoiler yeah. cast. It's not only a filler yeah, cast. It's not called filler <laughs> cast. We lied. It's called spoiler exactly. Cast. I, I watched. I, I read up to and have it somewhere. I have a tub. I have a tub of Naruto manga somewhere. <laughs> oh my god, I want that tub. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's it, it was all the way up to when he uses the wind Rasengan for the first time against the guy with a thousand hearts or some shit. Right. And then they're like, ah, oh, don't use the, the wind Rasengan. He's like, what? I what? But I wanna. I remember that. Yep. Like, don't use it. Should we talk a little bit about who we are? Yeah, let's talk about who we Is are. Anything else? details we want to do go or is that like lore for future episodes no i think i think a quick introduction would be good now uh i'll let you start my wondrous co-host all right thanks yeah thanks my co-host yeah uh so again my name is tim tim ralph me and izzy met freshman year we just sort of she was a friend of my friend and i and obviously i was she was a friend of my friend of my friends that's what it that's what it was because Noah was dating Maddie, and then Maddie was your friend, and then we all became friends because of uh, Dungeons and Dragons sophomore year. Yep. And then ever since then, Izzy and Noah have never left my house. That's true. <laughs> Constantly <laughs> over. I like it. I'm fine with it. It, it. it helps me being social. And the biggest thing about me, I guess, is I, I really, really love Dungeons and Dragons. What well, Izzy's got Naruto and Game of Thrones, and I love Naruto. I still love Naruto, and I like and I like Game of Thrones. I love Game of Thrones. But my big, if, if, if Izzy Izzy's big thing is Diet Coke, that's that's her <laughs> one personality trait. That's yeah. what you get. Uh, mine's Dungeons and Dragons. So that is very fair. He's a he's our DM. He DMs for me and a couple of our other friends, and he's a very I good DM for two years. And then Noah took another one of the characters. One of the, my one of my old players. One of the characters. So, so I'm a player, and I get a play. Yay! Yeah. So uh, we uh, we're pretty big on Dungeons and Dragons here. Um, we have a we have an ongoing segment where, in any lull in our conversation, um, we role play as Minato, Naruto's dad. <laughs> Anybody wants to hear those? I thought we could do those uh the Minato segments on yeah, this podcast. Yeah, if we need to round out, I want. Eh, this is only forty-four minutes. Let's uh let's throw in some sick Minato action. Minato, who only rolled at twenties. He can only roll. <laughs> he can't below below and at twenty, and he gets a plus a thirty to everything. Because he's just the ultimate Chad. I mean, honestly. He is the ultimate Chad. He has uh. The highest, the highest skill I think you can have is twenty nine as a mortal. Uh, I think he. I think I don't know what the highest stat anyone has in D and D. I'll probably look it up at one point. But he has whatever the highest stat is for everything. He's just, he's just the ultimate. Honestly, yeah, he, you know, he one time went to uh, Ninja Best Buy. That was fun. <laughs> that was a fun time. Yeah. Well, maybe have to catch up with Minato and his Ninja Best Buy antics. Um, yeah, before. exactly. 
looking to round out this cast. So I guess who um, I am is I am Izzy Carpenter Day. I'm um, a student at Evergreen along with Tim. And yeah, we're both college students, and um, we are going to be roommates in about two months. Yeah, dude. And it's going to make recording this easier, because right now we are in different states, but when we get back to school, our audio should be a little bit better. Exactly. Right now, it's on Izzy's end, and I'm just over here. Exactly. But, um, so, you know, Tim already said that my big personality trait is Diet Coke. I drink it all the time. It's become a sad addiction for me. I've tried to quit several times, almost like my Naruto story. Yeah, it's just, you know, I I can't imagine if Izzy was into something, like, truly, truly harmful, like cocaine or cigarettes. Because I don't think I could quit. I, I always relapse. I'm bad at that. Yeah, so we need to just stay away from cigarettes. It's... Not, I mean, cocaine once in a while. Yeah, once know? in a maybe, every so just often. A, you know, any anything's okay in moderation. Including cocaine. <laughs> exactly. Um, except for Naruto, because you can't moderate that apparently, and so that's why we have this podcast. We really can't. Um, I was watching episodes in preparation for this, not of uh, Naruto or Naruto Shippuden. I rewatched episode one of Boruto. Oh, God. Really? Yeah, I did. How was it? I did yesterday. It was fine. I've watched that episode like four times now, so now I'm sick of it. Yeah. But everything, all the other episodes are pretty good. I, uh, it's, it's okay. I, I like it more than I thought I would. Um, it does get rid of some of the jankiness that I think makes Naruto Naruto, you know? There's a little bit less uh, of the 30-second yeah. stare fest. I, I mean, it's... I don't think, I don't know, I mean, I, I don't know who's it anymore. It's the same people. Uh, obviously, they have a bigger budget now because everything looks beautiful. Yeah, the animation is really great in that show. Um, they just came out with a Sasuke and Naruto fight. I think it's episode 64. Uh, and it's, Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, everyone's been talking about it. Yeah, it's... I've heard, like, all the anime fans are just like, I don't even, you know, I don't watch Naruto. I don't watch Boruto, but damn. Yeah, it was it was pretty sweet. Um, it was a on I would say animation level and choreography level, it was really up there. My favorite fight though in the series probably has to be the last battle between Naruto and Sasuke. There was like just because of the emotional element in it. I think Boruto has a little bit of an issue of like when the enemies just sort of turn into generic evil guys. I mean, I haven't caught up on Boruto, so I could be- very but well be wrong. But the design. From what I've gathered, the design of the enemy in Boruto looked pretty generically evil. Uh, there was one good one. There was, because it was like the daughter of a generic evil guy. Oh. And she was like being tortured and stuff. Oh, that sounds and pretty good. she was good. like, no, I'm a weapon. This is what I am. And he's like, no, you don't fucking have to be. You can be, you're a friend. Oh, that's pretty you know, good. You're a ninja. It's fine. And then she turns in like... They sh- like the whole episode, like they're struggling with it. I'm like, holy crap! Like, I think she's actually gonna do it. Which I knew, I in the back of my head, I'm like, no, she's fine. She's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna turn out fine because this is Naruto slash Boruto. But I thought it was all right. I thought that was pretty. For a second, I believed that maybe something bad would happen. Oh well, I um, we'll have to check it out. I need to watch more Boruto. Surprise! This- yeah. After Shippu- after we're done reviewing all of Shippuden, we'll go to Boruto. Yeah, there we go. From there, I guess we should talk about the structure of this podcast. 18 minutes in. Um. Listen, listen, <laughs> this is episode zero. It's fine. Um, how we're going to structure this podcast is, for episode zero, we'll get started with a sweet prologue talking about the first ever Naruto episode. But every episode after this, we're going to start with Shippuden. We'll watch five to ten episodes, talk about how we feel about Shippuden. Shippuden's got some awful jankiness in it. Lots of uh, staring oh sessions. God, it's terrible. <laughs> All I do is talk. And stare. Same thing. And there's a lot of... I can't wait till we have to watch 10 episodes of Dijara, like, flying away from Naruto. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I can't wait to complain about Ch- Nar- Shippuden. God, I love Naruto. Yeah, Shippuden is, uh, Shippuden's got some nice crap in it. I can't wait for the war arc. The war arc that's half of the series, but lasts two days. Yeah, it lasted three days. Oh my god. I don't like to- <laughs> 
Izzy, a little, a little, another side tangent, Izzy, while we were playing uh, Naruto Ninja Storm 3, I think, that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, with, with our friend Noah. She just couldn't believe that the Warrock only lasted three days. Yeah, it was... Or two days. Well, it's because it, it Sakura's hair grows, like, in those two days. Like, it makes it out to seem like it's been years. This war's been going on for years. Or at least a year. Or at know? least a year. I mean, people people change. People die. Nope, two days. Three. Or oh, three days. Three days, if we're generous. Yeah, three if we're generous. It's like half of Shippuden. <laughs> Shippuden's 500 episodes. I don't know when the war arc starts. It starts, like, oh. at 300. Like, 200 episodes. Like, 100 episodes per day. <laughs> 200 episodes... I mean, there's a lot of filler in between. three days. There's a lot of filler in between of uh, flashback stuff, but the canon stuff is two days, and uh, that's something uh, we'll definitely have to tackle. Yeah, tackle it to the ground. <laughs> um, but uh, so anyway, we're gonna be talking about Chaputin for all of these reasons, um, and more. To start us off, like I said earlier, we are gonna be reviewing the. OG Naruto, baby Naruto, in his very first episode. Yeah. So let's uh, let's go with that. This episode. Did, you, did we finish the the structure? Oh. We're gonna tell what happens in the episode. We're gonna give a, a favorite part of the episode. Right. Right. Thing. Yeah. Thing we hated the most, and the characters, and the character talk of the characters in the video, like what happened to specific characters, if anything interesting happened. Yes. Exactly. And. Yeah. We also have a couple up other uh, segments planned, but uh, I think we can get to that as the podcast keeps going. Yeah, we'll see how long this takes, and it'll it'll probably we've been explaining a lot, but this will probably this conversation, the conversation after, will kind of form if we do five or ten episode reviews at a time. I agree, and I get into the swing of things. Um, It also is like Naruto episode one has more content than like 15 episodes of Shippuden. (laughs) Hey now, that's some shame. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, am I wrong? No. There are some episodes where I'm just like, wow, that was a lot of shit all in one episode, good job. And then I'm like, oh, look, well, the dinar is still pretty (laughs) Oh, look, Rock Lee is still fighting Rock Lee. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. We, we love Naruto. We, we, we love it. Um, yeah. You didn't. You never read the manga, correct? You read that you watched the anime? I watched the anime up until the point, because I was, I was this big of a fan. Um, I read it up until the point where I actually ran out of anime, because I was into it before they'd finished the anime, so I'd run out of anime, and I had to read the chapters on a week-by-week basis online. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so I actually haven't seen other than the Naruto and Sasuke what fight. Uh, I it was somewhere in the war arc. You know, the war arc all kind of blends together for me. But at some point in the war arc, I ran out of anime, anime episodes, and I switched to reading it. And then I went back and watched the Naruto and Sasuke fight, the animated version, because I think the anime, the one thing the anime does better in Shippuden than the manga is that final Naruto and Sasuke fight. If you haven't watched it, it is beautiful. Yeah. get everything that a drawn manga can't get as much. The movement and the choreography, and just the, it's a really good sense of closure. You feel like you've been on the journey, and these two characters have been through a lot, and they're coming together for this last final battle, and it's very emotional kind of finalizes everything that's happened exactly so, so that's gonna be and that's another thing we should talk about at one point it's just like i've read all the manga barely watched any anime izzy has watched the entire thing except for boruto that'll be new to both of us yes and then has read not as much as the manga so that'll be that'll be interesting it'll be interesting and once we get to naruto then i'll like ah my time to shine. I remember <laughs> reading all of this. Exactly. That'll be uh, Tim's time. So <laughs> the time of Tim. The time of Tim. So let's uh let's move on to our next to our first segment. Let's talk about the first episode of Naruto. Enter Naruto Uzumaki. Would you like to? Oh, yeah, that's what it's called. It is. Would you like to get started? Just sort of give your impressions of what you thought. Uh, anything you oh, liked? God. It Dislike? was so nostalgic. I, the whole time. I, the first thing, back to like reading the manga versus watching the anime. I noticed during the his name is Mitsuki. Yep. 
Mitsubishi, as you put in our notes. Yeah, Mitsubishi. This, this <laughs> podcast brought to you by the Mitsubishi. Buy it now. Yeah. That's a car. To anyone who does a car. Nice. Um, uh, yeah. There you go. I did. I, I didn't notice that this whole time that um the reason Naruto punches that other Aruka is because Aruka is Naruto. Like he transformed, and then Aruka Mitsuki as Aruka told Aruka as Naruto. It's like, hey, give me this scroll. Then he punches it. I'm like, oh, that's why. That's yeah. Lots of lots of um transforming trickery in this episode. A lot more than ever gets like used again, I feel like. It's the mo it's it's the most ninja thing that ever happens. It's one of the most ninja parts of Naruto. Like it slowly just turns into superhero basic superheroes basically fighting. Yeah. And I wrote that in my notes that it's like like wow, this is really just like the ninjas aren't that great. Like none of like in the beginning, none of these grown ninja who spent their entire lives learning to be ninja can catch naruto they aren't faster than him in any way they can't jump off walls and shit what's wrong with them i yeah it's all it it definitely is one of the more ninja episodes i also thought it was one of the more like tight episodes i thought you know it shows a very clear character progression and it does actually follow the hero's journey pretty well with the um you know hero naruto being thrust into action by both defacing the Hokage uh, mountain and then not being able to do the clone jutsu properly. And then, you know, it follows him as he falls under Mitsuki's trick to steal the scroll. And then, you know, the rising action would be like him falling under Mitsuki's, uh, Mitsuki's grasp. And then the climax would be the final battle between Mitsuki and Aruka and Naruto. When, when Mitsuki get his axe kicked by a fucking 12-year-old... That's the falling action. The climax is when Naruto learns he's the nine-tailed fox, and I totally forgot that Naruto didn't know since he was a baby. I just sort of assumed he always knew, but he didn't know until he was 12. Which brings me to my next point. Why does nobody love Naruto? Yeah, why does no one love Naruto? Yeah. Don't know. The third Okage, you think he'd do something ever. We can get into this definitely later when more characters show up in Shibuden. But, like, later, the third Okage is like, hey, I, hey, uh, fourth Okage and whatever that red haired lady is, because I'm bad at names. Uh, Kushina. Uh, Kushina's I'll take his care mom. Of your kid. And then he just gives him an apartment. And then he, like, doesn't tell first him he's said... the first. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And then he, like, he doesn't tell him, like, anything about who he is. I feel like it would be easier for him to know he was the Nine-Tailed Fox instead of just randomly being hated. Like, Even if they didn't tell him about that, he should have been like, hey, you were part of the Uzumaki clan, your father was the, you know, your mother was part of the Uzumaki clan, your father was the fourth Okage. That's a pick-me-up. That's something he can be proud of. It's like, hey, all these people hate me, fuck them. I, I am the last remaining, like, person of the Uzumaki clan, and my father was a Fotokage, and I'm gonna prove that I'm just as good as them, if not better. Yeah, and I feel like... That would have been, like, Naruto would have been better off if he had known at least that. I, I totally agree, and I feel like I don't understand why they couldn't have told him. I feel like it just causes him a lot of problems. I mean, maybe it's good because... Trauma? Trauma, because that trauma allows him to relate to other people, which becomes, you know, like, the main theme of the series, how he fights... Almost every you villain. Everyone's so emotionally inept. Yeah. So Naruto could teach everyone to be emotionally uh, stable, you know, available. Yeah. <laughs> Not only to themselves, but to each to each other. Exactly. But I guess going back, I guess that I just thought that the episode, the conclusion of Naruto beating Mitsuki using the clone jutsu, it was very tight. The it was no time was wasted in that episode, and I think that yeah, there was really yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. The problem with Shippuden is there's so much time wasted. Oh. But it was just like it was just you know second after second of action. There's yeah. always something. It's everything that happens is because it furthers the plot. Exactly, exactly. And I think that shows. It was a really good setup episode. I I really enjoyed it rewatching it. Um, I think that. Another thing I liked in this episode is it sets up Naruto's sort of battle strategy of, like, you know, beating his enemies through inspirational speech. You know, of being like, I'm you! I relate to you because I suffered and was an orphan! You know, how he, you know, beats almost everybody like that. <laughs> he punches them until he can talk to them. literally everybody. Yeah. I don't know a single person he hasn't done it to. Maybe Orochimaru. 
But I like that Aruka was the one who started that. Aruka didn't know what he was starting, but he was the one who was like, you know, I, I get Naruto because I'm like him. And then Naruto went and was like, I'm like you, to every single one of his enemies. I mean, he definitely took something away from Aruka. I think that's a good thing about Naruto. He in subtle ways learns from him. Like, he gets a little bit more edgy with Sasuke, which is, I mean, whatever. Uh, you know, he eventually he becomes more serious because of Sasuke. But he, once he starts hanging out with Sakura, he becomes more tactical. And he starts thinking about things more rationally as, as they become a team. I agree. I think that... But, he really takes from the people he's around, and I think that that is a good character progression moment for Naruto. And I think that, especially in Naruto and then the earlier parts of Shippuden, Naruto's character development is pretty good. Uh, once we get to the war arc, it starts to become sort of that anime problem that all shonen animes have. The everyone's too OP, so it just sort of becomes like mechs versus mechs, you know? Yeah, exactly. If God's so great, why has made me a God too? I am God too. And I think that a lot of uh, Naruto's charm, as we'll see, is the side characters, and when it becomes God versus God, it you know a lot of it gets sort of lost. All the yeah. side character charm gets sort of pushed aside to Naruto and Sasuke, you know, godding each other out. Who's best God? <laughs> Who is best God? <laughs> uh, at one point, I'll probably tell... When we get to it, which will be when we watch Naruto, I'll tell you, like, when I think Naruto is at, at its peak. Just as a little thing. Even though this will be, I don't know, months from now. <laughs> maybe a year from now we'll get to Naruto. Who knows? At one point, I will definitely talk about what I think was Naruto's peak. I think that'll be something me and Izzy can both talk about and it'll be good yeah i agree i definitely agree and i think another thing we're gonna have to talk about is sakura she gets introduced in this episode there is a lot of conflicting feelings over her in the fandom and i'm just here to state that i am a pro pro sakura household and i think she goes through the best character development in this series is he really like sakura i don't like her at all that's because all, all i know is naruto and shibuden she's just sort of she gets more powerful but i haven't seen she hasn't earned my respect yet but she i don't hate her like i used to i'm getting there i'm, I'm, I'm helping transform his I mind I didn't, I didn't start out hating her when we like after like time had passed but like when i originally watched naruto I fucking hated sakura i thought she was boring i thought she was annoying the only time i thought she was cool is when she was taking the test and Sasuke is like, yeah, I don't know any of these questions. And then Naruto's like, I'm fucked. Sakura's like, yeah, I know these questions. I, I agree. Like, I that agree. Was the first time I was like, oh, okay, Sakura knows what she's doing. She's not just, you know, the girl. Not even the girl. The girl who likes Sasuke. Yeah. That was her character for a long time. I think that when they start to separate her from that character, and they do a little bit, it's, it really starts with Tsunade's training of her when they start to sort of separate her from just the girl who likes Sasuke. Though not enough, in my opinion. I think she could have been more, that she could have separated from Sasuke a little bit more. I think that I, I've always had a problem with Naruto about how almost every female, other than Tsunade, has, their character development is reliant on the male that they are romantically interested in. But I do believe that Sakura, you know, she goes from being this little girl who doesn't understand other people or, like, the plights of orphans to starting up, you know, the Konoha child psychology unit. Yeah, yeah and this is all things we get to later in Shippuden. Totally. We talking about Shippuden. Yeah. Because we can't talk about Shippuden without talking about Naruto, obviously. Exactly. Oof before yeah, it's it's just not possible do you think we should get back to the the episode, the episode? yeah yeah uh, anything else you want to talk about no i i think the episode uh the last thing i've got about the episode is that it introduces i noticed it introduces a lot of ideas that don't really get brought up again for example mitsuki does he die is he dead yeah did naruto kill him is naruto <laughs> that was my last thing is mitsubishi dead well did he kill him Chibibi? Did Naruto? Naruto's a murderer. Is he a cold-blooded killer? In episode one, and then when he fights, the, and then when he when he fights Zabaza, it's just like, oh no, murder! Killed someone in episode one, you freak. And then also that illegal scroll—they are making such a big deal about it. I don't remember that scroll ever getting like mentioned again. <laughs> it would have been so cool in the war arc. Like, hey Naruto, you remember that scroll that taught you the the shadow clone? He's like, oh yeah, whatever happened to that? Well, it's got the ultra mega super magic <laughs> you, you only read the first like half 
Yeah. It's like, you know, we gotta scroll this out for, like, within a block, and then you can get to the good shit. Exactly. Also, in this episode, like, it really sets up Naruto to be more, not more realistic, but a very ninja-based, stealthy, like, more realistic ninjas. Because the, the ninjas who are chasing Naruto, they can't get catch him. It's like they're regular people. Right. Just like, oh shit, Naruto's just faster than us because he's a young kid. And then no one can find Naruto. Nobody. Nobody can find Naruto except for yeah, the only person. And Mitsuki already knew where he was or something. Wait, the only reason the third Hokage knew where Naruto was is because he's got a magic ball. Oh yeah, it makes sense because he's like the ultimate ninja. He knows where Naruto is. But why is no one able to know where Naruto is? And then in the late future, <laughs> the wood guy is just like, uh, by the way, I'm actually also an excellent tracker. <laughs> Yamato! Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, Yamato. I, God, I need to remember Naruto names. Yamato. Oh, Yamato. <laughs> when he tells himself he's an excellent tracker. <laughs> he's all by himself, and he's like, I'm actually a really good tracker. And I'm like, you're by yourself. Like, there's nobody here. You're a clone. Ah, oh, Shippuden. <laughs> There's no audience here. Well. <laughs> like, there is an audience here, but you're not supposed to act like there's an audience. Um, getting back on structure. I agree. I think this episode definitely had a lot more of the stealth and a lot more of the sort of realism that I think sort of, and I think it's consequence of a long running shonen also is the sort of the things that make the shonen unique start to sort of go away. Like, how Naruto was a more realistic, character-driven... You know, I had a lot of side characters. I all had individual battles and stuff. You know, how it was a really unique, character-driven anime. And then it starts to get, you know, a little bit more into their traditional, you know, Goku and Vegeta shit with the both Sasuke and Naruto just becoming crazy I overpowered. It, I think it became that when it became... It, like, started on this path of, oh, okay, this is just gonna be gods versus gods with when Sasuke gets captured. Because before then, it was like, it's been ramping up, but I'm like, it's still... It felt like a natural progression. Like, the Zabuza fights are all like, oh, shit, he's in a water thing. It's like, we throw it through... But then we throw the shuriken through, and he has to jump out and everything. Like, yeah, he's got these ninjutsus, but he's not immortal. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think that when he gets captured and he gets all that, you know, Arujimaru power, uh, it is sort of and when it becomes... like, we have god powers, and Jody's like, I'm a butterfly. <laughs> I need that not to be the case. <laughs> Choji being a butterfly is the dumbest moment in Naruto. I'm here to say it. I'm here to announce it officially. That is the dumbest moment in Naruto. Worst part. And then he becomes a butterfly in the war arc. A giant butterfly. Oh my god. So do you have a favorite part of the episode? Uh, yeah. Move on to our favorite part of the episode. A favorite... I think my... Of all time, top ten favorite parts, <laughs> oh, but it's only one thing. Uh, my favorite part of the episode was probably the, um... I don't, I just like the dynamic. I think, I talked about it before, but I just really like the dynamic between Arika and Naruto. And he gets a lot of mentor figures over the, the course of the show, but Aruka was really the only one who was, like, a dad to him, you know? And... I, I like... Uh, yeah, Jirai was, like, more like an older brother. Exactly. Or, like, or, or a mentor. But, like, Aruka was, like, a parent. And I think that I forget how much I like their dynamic. And then this episode, it sort of reminded me. You know, it all starts with Aruka. And in a way, you know, it ends with Naruto's wedding to Inato with Aruka. And it all sort of ends with Iruka. Yeah. And, and I like that. I, I wish Aruka showed up more often in Naruto. I agree. But when he does, it's usually pretty good. I agree. And I think that also is a little bit of a consequence of everyone becoming overpowered gods. And because Rook is just like, I, uh, I'm, I'm not that. I'm a guy. I'm okay. <laughs> I do. I stopped at Chunin for a reason. <laughs> oh, my favorite part. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. I think my favorite part, my favorite part is either realizing that Aruka had turned into Naruto with the magic jutsu or whatever. They just got, what's it called? Tran- Transformation jutsu. And then Mitsuki had turned into Aruka, and then they had the little spat. And then, Nar- like, Naruto's behind the tree, and neither of them know he's there. And then he, uh, Aruka gives that speech. It's very iconic, and, you know, like, it's what got, that's what, like, solidified me getting into Naruto. Like, I came in for the boobs. That's <laughs> like, oh, okay. But you stayed for the heart. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. 
well, maybe maybe I can maybe if there's not boobs in the futures, at least I'll get to see whatever this turns into. Yeah. Be fun. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you came for the boobs. Is there anything you um disliked about the episode? Oh, the thing I hated the most. Um. there's a thing I hated the most in this episode. Um, you go first, and then I'll try. Um, I'm still thinking. This one's hard. This, this one's harder, because it's just one episode. Yeah. In several episodes, I'm sure I'd be like, yeah, this thing sucked the most. But this one was pretty solid, because it was the pilot. And I don't really know. I, I think, like you said, this one's pretty solid, because uh, it was the pilot. I think, uh, you know, I, I don't like that Mitsuki just sort of becomes a red shirt. It, it, like, he's never brought up again. Uh, but that's not really a fault of this episode particular, particularly. It's, you know, a fault of the later series. Yeah. Uh, I, guess, I guess that would, that would also be mine, that Mitsuki just sort of disappears never see him again. I think that would just be funny if it's like, ah, I'm back, Naruto, you fucking <laughs> prick. And you're like, dude, you don't matter anymore. Exactly. That was manga one shit. Come on, dude. That, that was... was episode one shit. Get out of here. <laughs> I liked Naruto's little goggles. I liked that yeah, character that design for him. And I liked uh, the little end bit where Iruka takes off the goggles to give him a headband. thought that was super sweet. Um, but I can't think of, other than Mitsuki, I think this episode is pretty solid. And I think, you know, Mitsuki as a villain, probably just because he's an episode one villain, his motivations weren't super clear as to why he's doing this. But, yeah, yeah as to why he's, you know, being being weird. Mitsuki's uh, evil. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot, it's a bit of that. But, you know, on the whole, I think it was a pretty solid episode. Yeah, I really don't have that many complaints. Do we want to talk about character talk a bit? A bit? Yeah, let's, let's go into... I like how they were, like... Because in the manga, I don't know if they're really if all of the other characters showed up like in that when they're doing the the jutsu. I think it was just generic guys, and then but in this, they put Shikimaru and Ina, Kiba, and all those guys. Yeah, cool. I like that too. It makes me it it sort of shows where the anime like has an advantage over the manga because since the manga is being released on a weekly basis and it's the first thing, you know, like they don't know what's gonna happen in the future. So I bet at that point. Kishimoto didn't know he was going to introduce Ino and Shikamaru and Sakura and all those people. So, you know, the other classmates were just sort of generic ninjas. But because the anime had the manga to base itself off of, they could start including, you know, our key icon characters in the first episode. Uh, I um, like that little Hinata bit where she's all blushy over Naruto. Thought that was kind of cute. Oh yeah, right at the beginning she's like, Blushing because it's an artist's turn. Yeah, um, I like that little little throw in right there. I uh, yeah, I like that too. I like that they were able to include like those characters. And Eno were chastising him. Yeah, that fit. Of course, they would be the ones to do that. Yeah, I uh, I love Shikamaru. Shikamaru becomes one of my favorite characters in the whole series, and I like Eno too. I think uh, she grows on me. Um, but I think my favorite character yeah. in this whole episode has got to be Baby Naruto. Baby Naruto, 12-year-old Naruto, is the best. He's so sassy and so angry and so dumb. But he, like, he still is, you know, he, he grabs your heart. They, uh, they sort of take away some of the stuff that makes him great. Like, his just sort of obnoxiousness in the later... Yeah, he just he becomes less boisterous and more, like, pissed off. Yeah. He just kind of... He seems just, like, pissed off all the time. Yeah. But I love boisterous, sassy baby Naruto, who, you know, orders two bowls of ramen because Aruka won't give, let him wear his headband. Uh, I uh, I think he's probably yeah. my, my favorite character of the episode. Do you have one? Uh, do I have one? Um, either baby Naruto, yeah. I like Aruka a lot. I can see why uh, everyone ships Aruka with Kakashi. <laughs> They're the best gay the dad season. squad. They're the only- I just don't get it. They don't ever talk. I don't know. I don't know. Because like, <laughs> they're you both. Have a beard? <laughs> they're Naruto's gay dads, man. They. I guess. Yeah. I always see Kakashi as more of a sensei figure, like a teacher. Yeah. I see him as a father figure. Yeah, well. I think it's just because he was, like, a sensei. To yeah, well, you haven't read enough as many fanfictions as I have. <laughs> Boy, do they explain well, why they. Obviously not. <laughs> well, that is very apparent. <laughs> why Kakashi and Aruka get together. 
<laughs> so let's move into talking about what we'd recommend. Anything you've been watching recently or doing recently that you'd like to recommend? Um, anything like anime or does it can be? It can be anything. I don't think there's anything I'm watching that I'd recommend that like it's like a TV show. I've been watching a lot of Critical Role. If anyone knows what that is. Oh, I've been watching that. I've been listening to that. By a, a bunch of voice actors. Yeah. Mercer's in it. He plays McCree. And um, I think he's, he's in the, he, they're, all, they're all in a lot of stuff. One of them plays Thor in a lot of uh, the animated series. Oh, I didn't know that. And oh, our, our recommend section, uh, probably should have said that in the beginning, is going to be just anything we recommend. Any media or gaming things that we've been doing that uh, we recommend. It, it does not yeah, have to so, be Naruto-related, though though it very well yeah. could be. Yeah, I would recommend Critical Role. I would also that, second that. That's my that. first thing. It's not on our list that we made, but I would recommend Critical Role. I've been listening to uh, season two, or the second series of Critical Role recently while I've been walking my dogs, and it is very good. The voice acting is stellar, and they all have a very good chemistry together as a Dungeons and Dragons group. I watched all but the newest episode of season two. I haven't watched. I haven't watched it because I couldn't watch it live. Mm. We had a floor in my house. Uh, was... We had a floor in the hole. You had a floor in the hole. How'd you get a hole in the floor? How'd you get a floor in the uh, hole? There was water damage. Oh shit! It sort of made a hole because it was like dripping. Uh huh. Somewhere we fixed it. We fixed the drip, and but the problem is, is that we have a prefactured home, a pre-made home, like mm. a factory, mm-hmm. and the wood. It doesn't dry out. It doesn't oh, dry out the water. Yeah. So it just sort of soaked and soaked and soaked and soaked. And then it just, like, you could grab it and it would just fall apart at one point. Oh, really? We got it all fixed. And it, yeah, we got the whole bathroom fixed in one day. Oh, sweet. Paint, we painted it and everything. It's really good. That I'm glad you've got it all fixed, man. It only cost us, like, $300. Really? That's crazy. Yeah, it's really good. Really good price. <laughs> well, what's a thing you'd recommend? You both kind of recommended Critical Role. I I recommend you know I have a I've been watching a lot of work by Masaki Yuasa I think that's how you pronounce his name, um he's most well known probably in the U S for doing uh Devilman Crybaby which is a Netflix series but his stuff is he's an animator and an animation director but his stuff is just insanely trippy it's it's beautiful it's really innovative animation techniques. And it's taking anime in a very interesting direction where a lot of modern animes are sort of all repeating sort of the same things. I think that Masaki Yuasa really pushes the limit. And uh, one of his specific works I would recommend is the movie Mind Game. Um, It's mixed media, actually. And so he uses animation combined with like photographs and still images and just a lot of really interesting styles to create this really trippy movie experience. I've watched it I, I watched it for the first time a couple months ago and I've watched it like three times since. I just I can't stop watching it. It's beautiful. It's the reason I started Devil Man Crybaby was because of that. Uh, Devil Man Crybaby was good. It was the story was not my favorite, but it was okay. But the animation, of course, because it's Misaki Wasa was really distinct, uh, really trippy, just just a good time all around. Almost as good as the is the Naruto animation. Almost as good. <laughs> Have you seen that? Have you seen that blog where they just do like bad Naruto screen grabs? Shout out to that I blog. Oh my god! I will uh, I will link it. I will link it in the video description. It's amazing. They just do screen grabs from the series, and it's just shows like all the weird janky animation. That the ones of Kakashi are my particular favorite because. That, that that makes I don't know if it makes more or less sense because he's had a mask so I don't know how you he doesn't have he doesn't have any facial features but the hair mask on the hair Tim apparently he does the hair the screen grabs of the hair in motion it's gold it's a That's so funny golden uh golden thing um I think uh another thing we both recommend is a uh, berserk we've both been reading a crap ton of berserk oh god yes I love berserk so much. I've wanted to, I need to make a D&D character at one point. I just gotta. Out of nuts? He's definitely, when I was thinking about him, like, he is a barbarian fighter. He is, he's the brute fighter, too. Like, this is, this is a man who's just got fighting style down. He's got martial prowess down, like, out the wazoo. And he's got the strength to back it up. You know who he will never be as good as, though? Who, who is he never be as good at? Minato. 
our ultimate Chad. That's true. That's true. Guts will never be as good as we know. Just fact. Hot take. Why do you even bring that up? Guts, Guts is trying his best to be you know, the best he can be to live up to myself, and we all know that. We so all know that. Bring it up, is, is he God? But uh, for those who don't know, Berserk is a uh, fantasy, fantasy, dark fantasy manga series by, uh, crap, let me look it up really quick. A man, a, a talented man. The best way to explain Berserk in one sentence is that it uh, inspired Dark Souls. That is a play Dark Souls, you know, it's really fucked up. Good way to describe it. I think uh, another way to describe it, this is your joke, Tim, so I'm stealing it, but... Uh, you know, another good way to describe it is the real the real enemies were the friends we made along the way. <laughs> it's so true. That is that entire show. The real enemies are the friends we made along the way. Yeah, that's all of Berserk. Those two statements inspired Dark Souls, and it's the real enemies the friends we made along the way. And if you read it, or, or you watch the, uh, there's three Netflix movies... That I, I watched them, I watched those before I read the manga. And I, I would say watching those didn't really affect my reading of it. I would agree. I think I, th- I felt like I appreciated both very, a lot. I agree. Like, and I reread through all of the, uh, Golden Age? the Golden Arc. I, I, re- I, read the, I read the whole Golden Age, even though I'd already seen the movies. And it didn't affect, really, your you, appreciation. You a little bit more. And I, and I think I appreciate the Golden Age a little bit more now. Oh, that's good. I, uh, I've been rewatching the 90s anime that came out a while ago. Or, 90s, obviously. But it, uh, it, it goes to the Golden Age, too. And it's interesting. It's a little bit more, like, direct to the, uh, manga, the 90s anime. But also, the battle scenes aren't quite as intense. Because those battle scenes in those movies are insane. The animation. It's like Lord of the Rings. It's awesome. <laughs> those movies helped me visualize all of Berserk. Like, it made me able to visualize how Guts moves and how he fights. It it definitely made the manga a better visual experience for me, or or in a mental experience to, like, like this, yeah. It's like, oh, they painted it like this, or they drew it like this? Well, he's swinging like that. Because there's a lot of... His artwork is very, like... It's subtle, like, you can, well, enough, you can't always know what's happening. You know, I don't know how to explain it very well, but, like, you always know, like, he went like this, that guy, he killed that guy, he swung, he swung up and spinned, you know, and, and then fell on the other dude. You can, you can see the fighting very well in the, in the manga. He does it very well. There are times when it's a little confusing, but not very often. And the, that man's name is Kentaro, Kentaro Mira. I, I looked it up. Kentaro Mira. Yeah. My man. My, my main Hopefully man. I explained your fight scenes in the manga well enough, I guess. <laughs> it's, a, I don't know. it's a great manga. We uh, we both agree on that. We both have been reading a lot of it this summer. Uh, I have been neglecting my summer reading to read yeah, I Berserk. Have, I have surpassed you when it comes to Berserk. I know. Like a hundred. I know. It's crazy. Like 170? Yeah, 177. You're 177? Yeah. That's the chapter I'm on. Yeah. I'm on 273. Oh, damn. Yeah, you've it's surpassed real. me a lot. Yeah. It's it's real. Some fucked up shit happens and then things get better. It's all... It's weird. He definitely took it in a way from where you are right now. He took it in a way I was very surprised by. Oh. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the whole thing. And I think it'll be good the more I read it. He took... I, I thought... I, thought I, I definitely thought it was going to be one way, but it... It didn't, and I don't want to spoil it for you guys, obviously, and I don't want to spoil it for Izzy. I think Izzy should read it. At one point, if Izzy reads the whole thing, we can talk about Berserk, or at least to where I am, to where, like, on the same page. I agree. We can talk about all of Berserk in between that, because it's, it's, it's real surprising, and I think Izzy's going to enjoy it. You are. It's, it's going to be great. Oh, man, I'm excited. Um, And I think that brings us... Do you want- down. I was gonna talk about that. I was gonna talk a little bit about RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm running a little bit out of time. We've talked almost all about anime this time because we we brought in Berserk and then Devil May Cry Baby. Oh yeah, we have. Oh. Mostly, we did a good a good first episode. It's almost all anime. Pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. Uh, pretty sweet weebs. Uh, here. <laughs> it's true. We can conclude this episode 
by our don't ever watch this bit, and then maybe we can talk a little bit about why we chose filler cast as the, the name. So, uh, what, uh, the, Tim recently saw a commercial for a new Netflix series. Oh, with this shit. <laughs> Worst. It looks, uh, how he described it was, like, sad Ready Player One, and Ready Player One is already sad, so... Ready Player One's the fucking worst. It's boring, and, and then this shit comes or comes along. Let me get what it's actually called, because I forget. I don't forget what happens in the thing. I could probably say it word by word. Kiss Me or it's something? Kiss Me First on Netflix, and Netflix shows are hit or miss. They're either absolutely atrocious, or they're okay. I agree. I like Stranger Things. I, I enjoyed Luke Cage. That was good. Kiss Me First is in the other category of absolute garbage <laughs> i would also agree with that <laughs> it's 15 seconds and it uh it's 15 seconds so it's just long enough that's really fucking annoying but just short enough that it can't that you can't warrant a skip button so i can't skip it after five seconds yeah should i go into it a little bit or yeah yeah go into it a little bit i your your hatred is uh it makes good content okay i'll contain this hatred <laughs> okay so it starts out it was like, there's this place. That's the sound it makes. Mm-hmm. It's like, where everything, every, all the bad things you've done, doesn't matter. It's also really British. Everyone in this is British. It's from the creator of right Skins, so that makes sense. Skins is a British teen show. That is very so hit or miss. It makes me hate it more. Because <laughs> also, British shows, very hit or miss as well. Oh, don't tell my mom because that. It's either way too fucking British, or it's good. That's uh, why I stopped watching Doctor Who because it got way too British. Yeah. It stopped being sci-fi and it was just a British show. Sometimes magic happens. Just British people and sometimes magic happens. It's just British people hanging out through time, basically. I don't know. It's like a History Channel video, but with aliens. And he's, it's like, and then he goes like, and they're like, this is amazing. And she sounds completely unenthused. It may have this fake ass CGI, and she gives this smile that obviously they didn't try on. She's got a complete blank expression, and then is smiling. You know? Yeah, yeah, I get that. It's, it's, it's the worst. And then, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, people have been dying. There's someone killing people in the game. <laughs> they're making them commit suicide. And it's like, you can't tell what's actual and what's not. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Who the fuck? Actual? Is that a thing? Do people say that? You can't tell what's actual and what's not? Yeah, that seems a bit wrong. No, it's dumb and I don't like it. And then it's like, there's like men doing bad things. I have to stop him. And I'm like, are you fucking eight years old? There's a man doing bad things. And I'm like, there's a guy, not, oh, there's a guy fucking killing people. I have to stop this guy. What a sicko. No, it's like, there's a man doing bad things. Your British accent's great. You're a grown woman. Act like it. Uh, so t- and then the, the minute-long video taught me. I watched the minute-long video so I could g- get the full official trailer. Fuel your rage. It taught me nothing about the video, about the thing. It made me realize, oh yeah, they're definitely it's definitely a guy trying like making people commit suicide and stuff. Whatever. I could have. I already basically knew that. They just confirmed it. And then the main like the main girl's like girlfriend or something. She's obviously a fucking idiot and it's going to be a constant like. Ooh, I'm ju- I'm in the world because I just I hate who I am on the in the real world. I have to be in the fake world, but there's a murderer. But I have to. <laughs> and then I think she's make and then she goes and make and then the other girl goes out in, she, in the trailer shows her make out with some other guy. Oh yeah. So I'm like, okay, so you're just the worst. You're both just the worst. <laughs> you're excited for this. You're gonna be catching it when it comes out to Netflix, right? No, I'm not. I'm never wa- I'm re- watch this. Uh, there are videos like this that happen. Whenever I'm, a, I watch a lot of YouTube, a shit ton of YouTube, an unhealthy amount. I'll yeah. be honest. Yeah. The, if you don't want me to watch your pro, watch your show or your movie or buy your product, do this. If you don't want me to do, if you want me to never ever fucking buy your product, make sure that video comes on every single fucking time I open a video. Every yeah. Time. Literally every time. I I can move. On. I could exit out of the video for a second, and then go right back, and then it'll come back. I I get you. I have a couple ads like that on YouTube, too. I don't know why there isn't more variety. That and make your videos unskippable. That'll make oh my god, video. yeah, the unskippable thing is, yeah, I, I can't stand that. 
my don't ever watch this after after Tim's lovely lovely plug of Kiss Me First. Yeah, um, fuck you, Kiss Me First. <laughs> I hope you bankrupt Netflix. So, uh, moving on. Um, my my suggestion is uh, I've got two. One is a link uh to a YouTube channel that I recently heard about from another YouTuber I watch. Um, but uh, it's called Memory Hole. And it's just, it's just wacky. Uh, the way I heard it described is that it's the rejected videos from America's Funniest Home Videos. And they, these videos were rejected because they were too weird. And this guy edits them in a really weird way. He edits them so it's kind of like Twilight zone And it is, it's just a time. Uh, the videos range from 50 seconds long to like 10 to 20 minutes. Uh... It's it's hard to describe. I would just say go look up YouTube Memory Hole if if you want to have an interesting time. Uh, if you're sensitive, if you have a bad trip. Yeah, if you want to have a bad time, look this up. Um, some drugs. Watch these videos, and you'll definitely uh, have some PTSD afterwards. Yeah, it's a good it's a good channel. And my last little uh, plug slash not plug is uh, this post found on Tumblr, and it is the summary of. Shippuden, and it is just that scene from uh, when they find Sasuke in Shippuden, and it's just 30 seconds, unedited of 30 seconds, of them just staring at each other. Basically, they don't talk, they don't do anything. <laughs> they just stare. And it's an actual clip from the show. Somebody just grabbed clip from Shippuden. Yeah, so uh, I'll link that in the description below as well. Um, So I think that that pretty much concludes... Ending on a Naruto note. Oh, yeah. Before, before we plug everything, go play D&D right now. I know we didn't talk about a shit, a shit ton. Go play D&D right now. Yes. It's really fun. Uh, if you don't have friends, get some and play. <laughs> it's a great plug. I'm just saying, it's a great, it's a great plug. I gotta be honest. D- yes, we, it is It is a great game. Uh, watch out for our Minato D&D sessions. Um, and, uh... Yeah, they're coming out. They're coming out. They're coming, they're coming with us. And, uh... I think that with that last little plug, I think we can wrap up with saying why we're called FillerCast. Uh, FillerCast was a name we came up with uh, a couple months ago when we first started thinking about doing this. And uh, it is called that because of the sheer amount of filler that lines... Didn't we look look it up and it said, without the filler, Naruto was like half the running time? Yeah. If that. If that. Naruto's like 50% filler. Yeah. And some of the filler is great. <laughs> Let me just say, that one episode where Naruto fights an ostrich, man, that's some quality. <laughs> oh, God, I can't wait because I've never seen any of it. Oh, it's good. It's good. It's coming. And uh, we'll truly live up to our name then. So, can't wait. In, in conclusion, my name is Izzy again, and that's Tim. Tim is my, Tim is my Naruto co-host. And, uh, plug the Tumblr, dude, and then I'll plug oh, yeah. Twitter. And you can find us on Tumblr at thefillercast at tumblr.com. You can find us on Twitter at castfiller. Or just type in fillercast, but it's at castfiller. At castfiller. Yeah, we're, we're a Tumblr blog, the fillercast, fillercast world, actually. I'll link the link down below. We're tumblr.com slash blog slash thefillercast world. And we will be posting our streams to both, uh, the FillerCast uh, Twitter and the FillerCast Tumblr, and we'll uh, also be posting whatever we, in sourcing, whatever we mention in these videos. I will eventually, we'll both eventually make posts on Tumblr and Twitter saying what our schedule will be, you know, when these are going to be posted up and what days and all that sort of stuff, and we'll tell you if we have to miss a week, and I'm, sh- I'm sure it will happen at one point. Um, I hope it doesn't, but yeah. And these will be, uh, these are going to be bi-weekly. One every two weeks. Yeah, one every two weeks. And you should be able to find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Um, and I think... Yeah, anything else? We'll be going up at one point. Yeah. So, uh, I think that about does it. We will see you all in, hopefully, two weeks' time. Yeah, we, we will see you in two weeks' time. Use the hashtag FillerCast on Twitter to help spread the news. It really helps. And if anybody uh, wants to talk to us, we are yeah, open to that, too. Yeah, I will be on Twitter talking to people. Izzy will be, uh, you know, most likely, if you tweet at me, I will definitely respond. And uh, Izzy will be on Tumblr. Yeah. So, I think that concludes this episode. And, uh, yeah. 
We will be back in two weeks.